Arg, Grog. Hey everyone, it's the Sideshed Podcast with me, Peter Fickling, Kerry Warbis and Matthew Weir. So Kerry, it's the return of a wildly popular hard-drinking sex machine this week. Brian. Yes, your lovely Brian. <laughs> yeah, me and him, or he and I, are um, just identical people really, I suppose. Give or take, yeah. Yeah, had a lovely time in Seville. Thanks for asking. <laughs> well, I was going to, I was going to try and stitch it all together. While he was trudging the hard miles, having a business meeting with Justin, you were um, living La Vida Loca in um, uh, sunny Seville, mm-hmm. eating legs of pigs and yeah, quaffing beautiful, beautiful wines. I do occasionally feel guilty, like we sort of create a very one-dimensional um, sort of picture of you, and then you go to Seville and send us pictures like that. It's like, come on, Kerry, <laughs> you know. I know I fell right into the stereotype there, didn't I? Um, it was good because it was ten degrees warmer than here, which isn't wildly warm, but people were outside eating and drinking. You know, there was it was just a wonderful, different scene to go to. Loved it. Well, I'm very jealous, and I actually, um, I think I've mentioned this before, but I do need to. There is a a vague possibility we could all end up in Spain together, together isn't there? Because um, I want to take Cyrus to the place you used to take your kids. Yeah, 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 in Mallorca. Exactly. So um, maybe it is entirely possible we could all be eating um, beautiful, beautiful tapas all under the same um, umbrella. That'd be good. I'm going back there in September. Come along. Okay, well, I'll have, to, I'll have a word with the missus. Maybe maybe we can mm. organise something. So you were getting quite excited on Twitter about Brian returning, as you should do. I was over the moon. It's just, you know, Charles Collingwood, beyond anything else, his voice is um, exquisite. Mm. And and then so that that started the week off. And even with Justin in the room, it was just it was wonderful to have him back. And he and he was being and he has been quite soft and kind recently, hasn't he? He was being he was showing a really kind of gentle and considered side. Yeah, I I think he's just a wonderful actor. And yes, he was lovely to Chris. He was lovely to Alice and he burst Justin's pompous bubble, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, very, very much enjoyed Brian. You know, just when you first hear him, it's something happens physically to a person. Do you not agree? <laughs> to you, Kerry, I think. <laughs> something fizzy. I liked the bit where they had to clarify the difference between a swing and a swinger. Yeah, well, it's a Kerry Davies week. What do you expect? That was yeah. just one of his kinds of yeah drop-ins. But yeah, and for Brian to be, to be explaining, not a swinger. <laughs> A swing. Speaking of Adam, I think he this week I've actually really enjoyed him, which mm. felt very weird. How many logs did you post? Uh, well, how many episodes was he? And I always do it as soon as he speaks in whichever episode. So there was he was two. in tu- was he in Mondays and Tuesdays? I, I think. think it was it was two, wasn't it? Yeah. Monday was Monday was in the uh, the yogurt making boutique, whatever the correct word is, um, dairy. <laughs> Um, and yeah, that sort of got us, gets us all set up. And we had this sort of delicious um, seduction of Susan, where Adam was kind of mm. to- slowly turning the screw, you know, you know like you know, um, being sort of oleaginously charming. And it was, I, it was so well written. And I, so what, what I was thinking was, Kerry, because I know that mm. you were I- enjoying it. And I was wondering, like, all these years of not liking Adam, mm. has it just been the 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 cat you know the position he's been this rather pompous uptight farmer and actually freed from his awful you know as he's freed from his job we're you're we're freed alongside him oh god if only it was as simple as that no i do, i just think he's been badly acted 
until now, <laughs> to be honest. Sorry. But something's happened. He, I, I really liked, yes, you're right, he has changed as a character because he's feeling more free. And I, I think props to Adam, the character, for do, being the swinger. And um, that works for childcare reasons. And, you know, I actually was so, so happy when he wanted to chat to Susan, you know, which sounds really bloody patronising, doesn't it, to want to speak to Susan. Um, but how he did it was great. The a bit of flattery, bit of an icebreaker. They got on really well. Loved that she went round to their house. Yeah. That was fantastic. Uh, but no, I think he's been badly played. And now only this week, you know, he needs to keep doing this to, to win me round. But sounded a lot more natural conversationally, I thought. Big um, turnaround for Susan, wasn't it? Because she initially... She did refuse the invitation, didn't mm. she, at first? And then she came back later and nabbed him in the polytunnel. That's <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, she she seemed to feel a bit nervous, didn't she? It was a bit like, oh, no, me at their house. Oh, no, I'll have to refuse straight away. And then obviously had second thoughts and went. And she took wine and was like, I hope it's all right. She is very insecure about about sort of all issues around kind of station or kind of like social status, isn't she? I mean, yeah. Well, she lives in Ambridge. Why wouldn't she be? <laughs> no, your place, Susan. You know, when she sort of said, um, "Oh, that smell is that Middle Eastern?" I thought, you know, she's yeah. sniffing Ian's armpits at this point, or <laughs> no. was it the cookery? I did. Yeah, it's a it's a tagine. It's the only thing he knows how to f-ing cook, isn't it? Well, it was a pilaf. Well, there was pilaf on the on the side, yeah. But oh, was it a tagine then? I don't know. We, I mean, we're meant to, I think we're meant to believe that when he mm. does a store covered meal, which is, you know, you just sc- scrap around and cook what you've got hanging around the house, then it's going to end up being Moroccan for Ian, isn't it? That's his go-to. It's his go-to dish. What did you think when they started sharing secrets in the yogurt? What is it, Peter? Yogurt factory? The yogurt dairy? boutique. Yogurt boutique. That's the correct term, yeah. Yogteak. Okay. There was that moment where, who was it? He initiated it, wasn't it? He said, why don't we tell each other something Mm. about each other? And she wanted to know about Africa, which I thought he was just going to say, well, it was a hell of a commute. Right, the other side of Belpersham. <laughs> That's a very good point, actually. A, a man, a man who's a man who's you know lived in was it Tanzania? Uh, you'd think he'd be a bit more robust about such things, but anyway. <laughs> or we could just get it wrong, and he was actually a brand ambassador for Lynx Africa, and no one's ever really asked him what he was doing before. Oh, that reminds me when I was working um, on the phones in a call centre. I once thought someone lived in Tanzania. That's <laughs> yeah, oh, a bit embarrassing. Yeah, I did think she was going to start going, I've got 12 toes. Yes, or or he was going to go uh, like, oh, I accidentally killed an electrician and hid him in the walls of the cottage. Yes. Sorry to go a bit Roy, but you know what someone with an extra, an, a, a supernumerary digit is called? They're called a polydactyl. We, we've done this. I told Have you, we? my cat is polydactyl and so is Gianluca Viali. Oh, I'm so boring. I'm sorry, everyone. Do you oh, remember? Yeah, no, I do now. I do now. I, okay, I just I'm rather pleased with. That. I love that word. In in the case of in the case of a cat, it's not just a, it can be polydactyl or it can be called a Hemingway cat because um, a lot of them Hemingway lived on an island and all of the cats on this island had thumbs. Did we do that bit as well? We didn't. So there, we got something <laughs> out of it. 
But okay, pterodactyl, right. we mentioned pterodactyl the other day, the other day, didn't we? And that was because he was the archaeologist. So dactyl in pterodactyl is that to do with toes as well? And his wife is Polly. <laughs> but is da- is dactyl the toe bit? I remember playing um, Trivial Pursuit when it first came out as a kid in Cheltenham. Uh, my aunt is actually we mentioned before, and the science and nature question was a Polly orchid is someone with uh, three or more what? And the answer was testicles. <laughs> Not flowers. No. <laughs> oh, God. Well, we've gone right off bloody track, haven't we, here? Um... Something, something, Adam. <laughs> Oversharing, <laughs> becoming a gossip. Yeah, they they got on like a house on fire as soon as they were talking about Gene Harvey and Derek Fletcher. The floodgates opened, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was it was so believable. If you'd sold me the plot the week before, I think I would have been quite sceptical. And oh. Kerry Davis did a fantastic job of making it so engaging and kind of giving us that kind of um, fly on the wall sensation. Oh. Um, it was re- it was really well written, and 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 also I was immediately kind of excited for the future. I kind of feel like it could it could be quite a fun little sideline that you know one of the um obviously the sort of the the analog within the show is that they've now got this um what's it called uh, a speed dating round speed dating thing mm. that they're going to be doing in the bull but actually that's done exactly the same thing for us hasn't it i mean we're we're, we're probably quite tired of listening to the same old people to having the same old conversations and actually this is hopefully going to open up a whole load of new um pairings for us as listeners Oh God! Well, I I don't think so, do you? I don't know. You're very you're very hopeful. I, yeah, mean, I love your optimism, Peter. <laughs> I'm two for two. I've, I've polydactyl's got shot down quite rightly because I'm being repetitive. And now this this another one of my theories is a, a pile of shite. No, no, no! I love that you're being optimistic. That's yeah. It's it's very out of character. Well, are you are you okay? Have, can you check your belly for spots, Peter? <laughs> <laughs> oh. What did you think of the whole speed dating idea, though? Well, it's social speed dating, isn't it, or something? Uh, it's going to... Um, absolutely shit. Yeah, it's going to drag a bit if you get stuck with um, with Bill, isn't it? Bert. Bill? <laughs> Bert. He's, he's only been gone a couple of months. I forgot what his name is. <laughs> um, I tell you, I mean, I think it's testament to this podcast that, you know, we're just shy of a year. And finally, the Archer's storyline has come round to who would you most like to f- in the village? <laughs> yeah, I mean they're gonna they're gonna write the questions, aren't they? In a really sort of as if it's gonna make them find out more about people. But are people people aren't gonna shout out their answers, are they? Do you know? I didn't understand that because you know it's timed for two minutes. You're moving around tables. You ask the person opposite you. Um, who do you find most annoying in the village or whatever? No one else is going to hear that. Well, it depends how many people are there. There's probably only going to be one couple or something. I don't know who is going to attend this event. Didn't they, the precursor, they've already kind of had a dry run at this with Trevor, haven't they? Didn't they kind of speed date (laughs) trying to go in rounds to talk to him because he was supposedly so boring, where in fact he was actually the, the most interesting person in the bull that night? Maybe there'll be a badger card when the person opposite you is doing your head-in. Yes. Yeah, that would be great. Mm. Yeah, I don't... This idea is silly in so many ways. The village all know each other. 
Um, who would go, as I've said already about one second ago, um, uh, they did say, oh, Kenton and Jolene are trying to get a more general crowd in. So they, they're trying to attract others. I mean, it could be a way of getting some other characters, gently introducing some other characters like the guilds or like some other people from the Beechwood estate. But I mean, who... I mean, for instance, Jim and Jazza are a good example of a kind of like an odd, odd couple. How did they get to know each other? I can't remember. What, I can't remember what the genesis of their friendship was. Did one of them knock the other unconscious in a garden because they were looking for mushrooms? <laughs> Who did that? That was Fleur and Archie Button. Yes, yeah, he was trying. He was looking for a rare sample of a mushroom in her garden. Yeah, well, we've all done that, haven't we? Yeah. While we're on that subject, Kerry, you're yeah. you're quite stylish. You're a style icon and with a bit of a retro flair. Um, have you inherited your mother's feisty jeans? <laughs> uh, no. Good gag, though. <laughs> <laughs> My mother isn't feisty and nor does she wear jeans. So it didn't quite work. <laughs> well, you didn't have to say that. <laughs> I'm sorry. She, no, but she's not feisty. She's much more lovely than I am. And she okay. listens to this. So, hello, Mum. I think I, 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 I think I might have heard Ma Warbis mm. in the background on a phone call, but I don't think I've ever actually, ever actually spoken to her directly. So, yeah. Hello, Mrs. Oh. Warbis. Thank you, Mrs. Warbis, <laughs> for the gift oh. that is Kerry. Um, <laughs> what? So, what, so Jim and Jim and um, Jim and Jazza and an odd, odd couple. Are, what other kind of what other potentially entertaining pairings? I mean, obviously, Russ with anyone. Um, we've had Russ already, haven't we? We had him paired off with a few people where there's been a kind of like a, you know, him and Chelsea are a quite good sort of odd couple who've worked. Um, I mean, who, who, who but, else might there be? I mean, but, Russ always works comedically, as yeah. Anthony said, when they put him up against someone who will uh, pinprick, pinprick, pinprick? <laughs> the pomposity of the character, wasn't mm. it? He said, and that works perfectly. Um, I don't know, but isn't isn't the archers all about awkward couples and? You know, people oh. bristling against each other. I, I felt this was a, a little bit of, let's just have an episode of the Archers in game form in the park. But, but this isn't about couples, is it? This is the, this is the, another element of weirdness. It's a Valentine's night thing, which should be all about, in theory, romance, couples, blah blah blah. This on Valentine's night is a friendly thing for people to chat and have a laugh. Jeez, and... who wants to do that in the pub? <laughs> Essentially, that's like be the pub nutter that goes from table to table, annoying everyone. But it's funny that the idea that people will go to the pub and actually speak to each other is now made into a game because that would never happen normally. Surely I speak to anybody. I'll speak to anyone in the street. and I am the nutter. I'm just realizing. Yeah. yeah. I wondered why you didn't react to that. I mean, it's hard to see it when you're so close to it. It is. I just... Please tell me who will go to this thing from Ambridge. Who will go? That's what I was. I think that's what I was kind of trying to get to. Yeah, but like, you were saying couples, weren't you? And it's. No, no, I, I was. I was. Um, I meant like you know uh, uh, the odd couple, like um, what, like what's the name, Walter Matthau and um, Jack Lemond. You know, oh, like, like, you like know. who's who might be sitting opposite each other on these tables? Do exactly. You mean? Yeah. Okay. Jacob, I imagine, will be dragged down there by Kate for some amusing hijinks. You know, he'll he'll have an unlikely friendship with someone. Oh God, who? Jacob and be? Joy would be good. Oh yes, they're both massively into macrame or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, Joy's into everything though, isn't she? I mean, she's wonderful. There's not a hobby under the sun she isn't had a go at. Do you think um, Stella? I was thinking might be part of this whole thing. Sitting opposite Ruth, 
they play footsie. Next thing you know, they're in the toilets. Look at that. You give and then you take away. <laughs> you give for Stella and then immediately. We just had a week without Ruth. Why would you bring her up, Kerry? Come on. Because they've um, got the hots for each other long term, haven't they? I did, this has been this has been a, a very popular theory recently, and I just I'm just desperate for it not to be true. I just refuse to believe it because I just the thought of it turns my stomach. Mm. Um, the thought of just you know like Ruth Ruth as with many characters for me is completely asexual. I cannot abide the thought of them do on, on the job. Speaking of that, someone tweeted me this week saying that they find her voice very uh, what's the word arousing. Um. I'm not. I'm kind of on board with that. I like her voice, mm. but not. But it. not anything she says. Yeah, with but it. Matthew, you're Polly Horny when it comes to all of the, all of the <laughs> characters. There's barely a there's barely a female character you don't get all kind of you know geared up for. Oh, Matthew has a fan, don't you, Matthew? A, oh yeah, yeah, Viv, the lovely Viv. Because on Twitter, people were saying, "Oh, who do you like in the village?" Or blah blah blah. Because I think I tweeted about Shag, Marry, Kill. That's what they're going to play at the ball. And she said, I, Viv said, I, I must admit that uh, Matthew Weir is my crush. Yeah. Blushed a bit of that. Yeah. Good on you, Viv. Um, I, I, uh, it's not the same one, but I dated a Viv when I lived in Ireland for a bit. Oh. Probably shouldn't say that. But anyway. <laughs> oh, why not? No, 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 it's fine. No, no, we're still mates. It's all good. Okay. You're not going to ask us to edit that out later, are you? No, nah, no, nah, no, nah, it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I don't want to have to bury another um, MP3 file in the garden. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, hopefully, we don't um, we don't have any recordings of what no, we don't of what we said before we go on air. That 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 would have to go into a, a vault somewhere, I think. Ooh. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's a, a Chernobyl, a Chernobyl-style carapace would be, have to be kind of like you know, concrete <laughs> carapace have to be put around it, yeah, you know, so it could serve out its several millennia of half lives. Yeah. Lead-lined sarcophagus. <laughs> exactly. Oh, right, yeah. Matthew, we know who you'd like to be hooked up with. It's Fallon, isn't it? And Even Pete... my mum knows that, and she's never listened to the Bloody Archers. <laughs> and Peter, who who's your? crush um well i mean i i uh, someone i feel if look i mean if this is age inappropriate but um someone that i think that i would have a lot of fun with if if they could be more age appropriate would be chelsea mm. i think chelsea seems okay. like i imagine if i went to the if i went to the so if we're forgetting about the fact that i'm 47 and she's you know like in her late yeah. teens but if i went to the pub that she seems like someone mm. that i'd be like oh this is this seems like i'd be having a, a, a fun evening um yeah. Or you know maybe maybe um maybe Tracy or maybe I don't know but it's more about like who who would have fun with mm. you know than mm-hmm. sort of like getting turned on by their voice I mean if you if it's just the if it's just like who who is the most kind of um who's got the most attractive voice I think obviously well, it's very cliched and boring but Elizabeth has a very nice voice doesn't she ah no? okay doesn't do it for you. Well, not for me, no. But do you, should we play the game? Why, Kerry? Who do you find attractive <laughs> on the archers? <laughs> well, having looked at the, um, I was enlightened during the week that Chris, the the actor who plays Chris, he's quite. I don't know how he's passed my radar before now, but yeah, he's a chef yeah. as well. I know, professional chef. Bloody hell, looks like that. Um, yeah, because I was going to say Ben when I, but in same as you, Peter, I was thinking, oh no, age gap's far too big. I can't say, Ben. yeah, 
Yeah, and also Ben, um, not Ben the the actor, but the character. Ever since he became sort of like a, you know, I was Worthy joking nursing. last week. Oh my god, thank you. Yes, mm. just like, oh, you're a nurse, are you? Yeah, here we are again. Oh, yes, he's so <laughs> nice, isn't he? Oh, listen to how close he is to his grandmother. It's, it's just, and also that kind of saccharine sweet relationship with Beth is turning my stomach as well. So that's kind of put a dent into my love for 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 dear mm. Ben. Are you talking about my new best mate on Twitter, Ben? Oh yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, um, he was on. He was on. Uh, did you hear the uh, what's it called Saturday Live? He was on a couple of weeks ago, being very um, sincere and uh, affectionate about his time on the Archers. Yeah, I saw it. Saw it in the mentions. I didn't actually hear it though. Yeah, he's a very lovely man. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. But he was he was being very um, he was being very gushing about how um, how much he liked his time on the Archers, and he was being very affectionate about um, Tim Benting as well. Because I was I was driving the car, so I was I, so I was catching snippet mm. bits of it in between um, caterwauling um, children from the child from the back seat. Uh, that's actually the, been part of the problem this week for me. Is it's been a bit of a busman's holiday having to listen to the travails of a, an ill household mm. um, from an ill household. Oh, there's always illness in your household, Peter. I'm a bit worried. Not me. I'm not allowed to be ill. Um, but you know, uh, it's and you know, he's he's two and a half. He's two and a half. So you know, it comes yeah. and goes quickly, doesn't it? But I did um, uh, listening to Alice, uh, listening to Alice struggle mm. with um, dear little Martha. Is it Martha? What well is it? done, What's Peter. It? Yes. Yeah. yeah, dear little Martha's um, uh, uh, chicken pox. I was, I was like, oh gosh, mm. yeah. Was, purely from a selfish point of view, it didn't really do much for me. Yeah, like Chris has got shingles. He gave chicken pox to Martha because of his shingles. I was then I mistakenly asked Twitter, is shingles contagious? And I have had a stream of varying answers <laughs> about, um, I can't even be bothered to go into it, to be honest, but Google it. Um, yeah. It's horrible, have isn't you, it? Have you two had chicken pox? Yes. I, I assume so as a kid, yeah, I assume. Yeah, because we had a bit of a scare when we were in Brazil with my uh, someone in the extended family got chicken pox for the first time and then there was that whole thing, like you said, Kerry, like what can you get from one yeah. person to the next? And it's like it's like a one-way street, isn't it? It can go one way, but it doesn't go the other. And I can't quite remember mm, exactly not how Not even works. as simple as that either. It depends what which of them you've already had. Oh, and whether you get in touch with the blisters and hang on like yeah. we we don't want to be i mean we go out on spotify we don't want to be sharing medical misinformation because yeah. next thing we know leonard skinner are going to demand that their music be taken <laughs> off the platform yeah Joni mitchell will have nothing to do with us <laughs> <laughs> like she always bloody did i oh, know she's all over us normally did you feel sorry for i mean how did you feel about the whole alice chris thing this week i i don't think i need to say anything i think everyone could predict my opinions but the thing that annoyed me about it was where she suddenly went, you take her mother and look after her forever, all of a sudden. And I get she's panicking a bit and worrying. But as, bless Jennifer, you know, she she did well this week. She said, no, you need to, you know, this is part of motherhood. It's like this, whether you're an alcoholic or not, it's stressful. Uh, I'm here if you need me. I'll give you breaks, you know all of that she she said exactly the right things i felt um but and then all of a sudden alice went round to chris's with martha didn't she to sort of have a little visit and chris got all excited 
Don't forget, we also had Amy setting Pulse's rage sing in the middle of all this. Oh, God. Why is she so unlikable? She is to me, anyway. I'm not speaking for everybody. Am I? Well, there was there was the um, she took a big dip for me. I think I mentioned a few weeks ago when there was she did her kind of like babe and love and all that thing for yeah. about. I just it's the uh, we've 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 this is well well worn ground, but basically it's the criteria that the three of us um, have for what we consider to be you know a likable Archer's character is not the criteria for a decent person in real life. I'm sure Amy would be the mm. best person to have around you in real life, but just. Oh. Like the same thing with Ben, too worthy, too sincere, no sense of humour. I think that's the common factor between all of them. You can't yeah. imagine having a laugh with Ben in, anymore. Amy, my God, does she ever crack a joke? Or if she does crack a joke, it's it's, it's kind of like super obvious, right? It's like, you know, it's like one mm-hmm. show funny. Yeah, there's no edge to her, is there? No side. I like exactly. the edge <laughs> inside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew, you're laughing a bit too I'm much. just surprised, Kerry, that, um, <laughs> that you haven't suggested that, because they said shingles can be brought on by stress, and perhaps like all that stress came mm. from Chris having to go up those tricky stairs to the flat. <laughs> I thought you meant because Amy's been near you, you're likely to get shingles, because she stresses you out. That's true, the treacherous stairs. Famous stairs. I mean, shingles is supposed to be absolutely bloody yeah. horrid. Yeah, I know a couple of people that have had it, yeah. Yeah, someone put on Twitter, I wish I could remember who it was, you know, is this, it might be Marcus. No, I don't think it was. Anyway, um, you know, because everyone has avoided COVID, haven't they? Um, Is this their sort of version of some sort of infectious thing? In two years of the coronavirus, we've already had more information about shingles in one week than we have about the coronavirus in two years. I mean, it's quite (laughs) quite something. Uh, You know, I... I, I I don't know. I'm just I'm uh, I am gonna I'm gonna give my opinion. I'm just bored of Chris and bored of Alice. So basically, I just listen. You know, I just, I barely listen to to their bits at the moment. I just can't I just can't summon up any any care or enthusiasm. I made very few notes for uh, Chris and Alice. What once particularly on the re-listen because I knew what was coming. I was like, nah, I'm not. I know what I want to say about this, and it was just that I found the whole. I mean, you know, Alice is the whole thing was a slight, like a mild version of tough love from Jennifer, wasn't it? No, you're going to have to do this, and yeah, kind of tough, but I'll come here whenever you want me to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that whole thing about you know the fact that there is a risk that she will pick up the bottle, but it seemed like it was a risk that um, Jennifer was willing to take. Mm. let's move on to phoebe then let's ditch those boring people in terms of a change of gear that's like i don't know switching from one shade of beige to another mm. oh i forgot i spoiler alert from the whatsapp thing earlier on yeah you were a bit more affectionate about go on then Kerry. give me the sales pitch why am i wrong imagine having kate as your mum just for a moment imagine that yeah but sixtus sixtus reese mogg's probably a bellend the fact that he's got Jacob as his dad doesn't mean six. No, no, no. I don't mean that she's a bell end. I don't mean that she's a bell end. I mean, I feel for her having to deal with her as a parent. And I, I thought, you know, she's wanting to branch out and move to north of Glasgow, which is the Highlands. Um, and she, and Kate didn't listen to anything she was saying. Jumped to the conclusion that she had a boyfriend. Didn't even mm. know how old Roy was. 
you know, she's so self-absorbed, Kate, isn't she? Um, brilliant character, but bloody hell, annoying to have as a mother. Quite intense, isn't Yeah, she's got this amazing opportunity to be a director of business development at a micro-algae seaweed place. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, it's in Scotland. She daren't tell her mum that that's what she's going to do. And I think Roy was great because he, he was very excited for her. And then he was still excited for her when she said it was in Scotland. Um, I just think poor Phoebe, go on, love, go and do it. And fuck Kate, because she would have, she was barely in the same continent as any of her kids. So yeah. if Kate dares to have a strop about this, I will hunt her down. <laughs> so you, so your, you, your entertainment came from being, sort of feeling a kind of surge of maternal protective instinct towards Phoebe. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, she's probably been a bit stifled by Ambridge and stifled by her mum. Yeah. It was all set up a little bit as well with her lunch with Phoebe, wasn't it? Where Kate was saying, oh, it's hard being away from from her other children. Mm -hmm. And but at least I've got you here. Yeah. And, then you, you know, and that was obviously setting up this thing about the fact that she wants to go off to, to mm -hmm. Scotland. I mean, can I just say, probably most of my time this week, was spent trying to come up with algae gags. <laughs> <laughs> and I got nothing. Where does the Highlands begin, by the way? Glasgow, just about one centimetre north of it. <laughs> yeah. Where where does it begin, though? I don't know why I'm asking. We don't know, do we? But it's definitely not that, is it? I should know. My mum's from Scotland. I'll ask her. Okay. And, you know, you made the point, didn't you, Peter, before we started recording that Kerry Davis said he did not write that line. Yeah. Well, he defended, he said it was rewritten, didn't he? He mm. defended that. I mean, Peter, we've missed an obvious step here. Where did the, <gasps> where, the Highlands? It's just where they filmed Highlander, obviously. <laughs> I think um, Kerry's had her chlorophyll of um, uh, Highlands content recently. Sorry, I was just trying to get an algae joke in there somehow. Well um, done. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I see weed what you did there. <laughs> the dam is broken. Um, yeah, I um what was the other what was the other thing? Oh yeah, I was I got a Columbo box set this week as you both know all too well. That's been filling up our WhatsApp group. I'm I'm feeling very good if Matthew if I can sell Columbo to Matthew um Kerry, that might be where this is going. Columbo. Are you not a fan already, Matthew? No, I I, I like Columbo. Ah. I mean, I'm not as massive a fan of it as Peter is. Can I just say by the way, I took a screenshot from our mm. group chat cuz I thought at some point that might be useful, Peter <laughs> sending the photo of the Columbo box set. It's oh. incredible. It's an incredible um, uh, piece of kit you got there. Did Absolute you like? Bargain. Yeah. Did you like him in Wings of Desire? Before we go too far down this um, rabbit hole that I created, what were we? We were talking about the Highlands north of Glasgow. Oh yeah, back to back to Columbo. Um, yeah, uh, um, I, I don't know. I, as far as I'm concerned, Peter Falk is Columbo. Columbo is Peter Falk. I really find sort of, you know, all other... It's like Ted Danson with Cheers. When I see Ted Danson and other things, apart from um, Curb Your Enthusiasm, I get a bit, a bit sort of irritated. It's like, you know, what are you doing? Why aren't you behind well, the bar? Peter Falk has like a kind of a walk-on, walk-off moment in Vim Vendor's Wings of Desire. And it's a, you know, just classic Vim Vendor's very... Uh, abstract moment but he's in it well as Columbo well I think he's in it <laughs> and he has a conversation with one of the the main I think the protagonist and then he walks off and then someone said was that 
was that Columbo? And they said, well, in that old jacket or something like that. Very yeah. strange. I'll have, to, I'll have to look it up on YouTube. I mean, one of the things about Columbo, very, very briefly, is that I've always been, one of the things I find fascinating about it is to watch Peter Falk kind of curate his own demise because the quality of the later shows, because it went from being this cutting edge, absolutely mm. sort of like, you know, winning all the awards, super well-respected show in the kind of um, 70s mm. to being absolute kind of polyfiller mid-afternoon nonsense in the eight, in the 90s. So, and he was there the whole mm. time executive producing it. So it's quite remarkable to see a man, you know, stick around. It's like, um, it's like, you know, kind of like with the one club footballers, like Matt Letizier, you know, uh, just slightly plump when he turns up at Southampton and looks like a, you know, pregnant seahorse when he finished there. <laughs> and then Peter. becomes, then com- becomes like a conspiracy theorist nonce as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was just, that's very disappointing. I know. Because that's a quite a big box picture that you've shown us of the DVDs. How many series of Colombo are there? I will, I will, I will come up with. A, I will take a picture that gives yeah. everyone, uh, the, the very small number of people who care, the information they need oh. <laughs> to fully appreciate. Um, how, Do you think how... you've seen them all at least once in your life, or are you really excited to see? This Sorry? is my big fear: is actually that I've seen them all. And well, that doesn't matter. That... Have you seen the one with Leonard Nimoy? Oh yes, yes, a stitch in uh, a stitch in time, I believe it's called. Oh Jesus Christ, he knows <laughs> he the knows name. the fucking <laughs> titles. <laughs> Oh, yes, yes. But, uh, I mean, this is... How do we get this back to the Archers? (laughs) Can I just ask you something that's Archers-related that I wrote down, a question I wanted to ask you both, which is, right, um, Phoebe was talking to herself on the Sunday episode with her books and putting the laptop there going, higher, higher, yes, that's right. Susan was talking to herself about the blueberry yoghurt. Do you talk out loud to inanimate objects? And I don't mean to me. Uh, I talk out loud a lot. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I practice. um, Sometimes I do a little practice of how I'm going to present something in the class. Mm, That's not the same. Do you, you know, if you're sort of making a coffee or something, do you talk to the kettle? (laughs) Or, (laughs) Or, you know, do you speak out loud as you're about your business? I do have a story. I'm trying to think if I've got the guts to tell it on the podcast or not. Go um, for it. It's a very famous story. It's a very famous story of my friends, um, a group of my friends. Uh, basically, uh, I I used to have this thing. It started when I was a teenager where I used to, when I was going with number twos, I, I obviously had time to have a think. So I used to have a little think about um, about how I would rob a bank. That was always something I would do. And it's over time, this evolved to kind of... Um, thinking about kind of like assassinations and kind of basically how to perform perfect perfect crime right and um i was walking out of a a a unisex toilet in a bar and i (laughs) muttered to myself out loud um uh what was it bang bang tap something something like double tap double tap which is like the way you shoot someone and there was this queue of people in this bar staring at me like i was an absolute freak because i what did i scream it out loud in this in the cubicle i can't remember no that's right i screamed it i screamed out double tap double tap in the cubicle because i've been working at home for so long like i'd forgotten how to behave in public and there i was i had to walk out the cubicle and there's this queue of um, mainly women just staring at me because i was this freak who'd walked out of the cubicle shouting at myself. i'm so glad i asked that question <laughs> 
Yes, I do talk about Why were there women um, outside the... Unisex. It was a unisex cubicle. Oh, you did say that. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. I don't know why that's my only question, to be honest. I'm terrified. So basically, so basically, uh, yeah, I um, I screamed double tap, double tap, um, and was heard. And without context, that's all they heard was... (sighs) Marvellous. I I love that you spent shitting time cooking up murders. <laughs> Is that that almost sounds like a euphemism for shitting? <laughs> yes. oh, I cooked yeah. up a right murder just now. Say, yeah. Leave it ten minutes with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sending that into the Profanosaurus in Viz. Because <laughs> you can have solid murders and messy murders, can't you? I'm I'm literally obsessed with um, true crime and keep listening to loads of podcasts. If anyone follows me on Twitter, they will have seen that I asked which are the best true crime podcasts. And I've got a huge list and I pasted it. I just love, I'm fascinated by true crime stuff. So you're showing all the signs <laughs> of being a serial killer, to be honest. Yeah, when this is when this is being used on Panorama or Dispatches in a couple of years' yeah. time, and me and Kerry are just sat there going, "Well, he seemed okay. Yeah, like, we'll he be dead. Like... He'll have met us." <laughs> no, 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 I, I think this is the opposite <laughs> because the, the serial killer is supposed to be always be the um, the quiet guy, quiet, unassuming guy. I'm the opposite. Everything's out out there for you know. Everyone knows everything about me. There's no mm. no secrets, no hidden. They're no, not always means. quiet and unassuming. Right. Yeah, Believe there was that, me. There was that yeah. serial killer in America that went on their version of Blind Date, wasn't there? And his, oh, that was um, Ted Bundy was on was the one who went on Blind Date, no, wasn't it? it? No, it was. It was. Was it Rodriguez? I think it wasn't Ted. Oh, Bundy. maybe. No, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, hey, maybe there can be a serial killer at this Valentine's night. Well, Valentine's night. I checked by the way. That's going to fall on a Monday. So, do you think we get to hear this episode? I bloody hope so after all this month-long build-up to it and them constructing the questions so that we all learn funny things about everybody. It'd be good if they tied in the awkward crushes with who people Mm. end up sat with. (laughs) And we've got this insight into the fact that... Because Ian fancies Lee, doesn't he, from a purely physical point of view. Yeah. Um, Adam fancies... Alistair if he's in his vet scrubs yes yeah yeah and then when susan when susan was like oh this is very embarrassing i thought she was gonna say philip moss (laughs) (laughs) i'd fancy both of you two yeah (laughs) let's get it on (laughs) bring dessert upstairs yeah susan sandwich (laughs) but she did say like and if you'd asked me last a couple of weeks ago, I'd have said nobody. But now that I've seen David in the mysteries, was, it's he was him. commanding. He was commanding. Masterful. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. You know, yeah. give or take. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Kerry, you have to. Um, mm. You're running late for your trip to the pub. I am. Yep. Well, yep. I am just popping down the hill on Southover Street to meet two lovely women. My best friend Kerry, spelt differently, and another woman called. Christy, so it's oh no, it's KKK. It's a KKK. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I, yeah. I'm the problem, eh? Right, okay. I'm oh, no, um, so sorry. God, medical misinformation. Now we're mentioning the KKK. Peter with his weird um, shout yeah. on the toilet. Um, so Kerry's off to do the exact opposite of uh, um, the, the the bulls 
weird dating non dating thing. Mm. Matthew, what are you up to tonight? I'm chilling. I've got chilling. a glass of wine chilling. to my right. I've got uh, a bunch of fluorescent pens to my left, and I'm only saying that so it completes the sentence. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go and sit on the sofa and do the square root of all because I've got work at seven in the morning. Oh, nice work. That's all right. I, I've counted how many Saturdays there are left now until the end of semester. Until so. you die. Little spoiler, it might be over at Easter, by the way. What, you're going to die at Easter? <laughs> I won't be over at Easter. I might be oh. over, over in England at ah. Easter. Well, so. you know, you were over at Christmas and you didn't fit us in. So, I know, but Christmas, know. it was all a bit nuts at Christmas, wasn't it? Hopefully We've it'll got be less. to get together. Yeah, hopefully it'll be less nuts. So that Peter can kill us. <laughs> yes i'm a lazy serial killer you've got to want my victims to do all the all the hard work um so kerry what um if people yeah. want to um find uh what was what, mm. what have we promised on social media uh colombo box sets um yeah. various other bits and bobs assuming that makes the edit <laughs> um uh, I hope it does. yeah oh yeah a bit, i think a bit of the colombo has to go man alive that was a lot of colombo for one episode no. but, well leave it in anyway we're so, at tw- on Twitter, we're at the Cider Shed Pod, and we have one thousand eight hundred and twelve fabulous followers. How Ooh. amazing is that? Like nearly two thousand. So um, we need one hundred and eighty-eight to get to the big two K. Help us do that. I'm doing my little bit to try to attract people, um, but any help you can give us is much appreciated. Also, we need some February five star reviews please we've got some brilliant january ones please please write some lovely in fact don't write anything just put a five star review on and just say i don't know i don't care what the words are really i'm loving that Um, like that kind of transitional review that we got from the person that said don't listen to the archers love the podcast oh yes they they literally do not listen to the archers and just listen to us. How? It seems absolute madness, but thank you for the compliment. Yeah, no. we, lo- we love you some, very much. Yeah, some of the finest people on, on the earth do that, I reckon. My mum does. So does mine. It, she did not write that review, by the way. No, my mum did. Yeah. The chances of my mum actually managing to get figure out how to write a review <laughs> on iTunes definitely wasn't her. Well, you just incentivised it. Yeah. Um, and if one people... star review incoming, Matthew's <laughs> mum, one, two, seven, five, six. <laughs> if any of our mums want to get in touch via email, it's hello at cidershed.com. Uh, and Matthew, Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, we're the same handle on Instagram as we are on Twitter. It's at the Cidershed Pod. And we have a Facebook group page, which is called the Cidershed Podcast. So, uh, yeah, I posted on there tonight that we were recording on a Friday night. So the photos up there of me in my vaguely cushioned, soundproofed spare bedroom, ready to go. Well done. Good stuff. Well, um, it's good to have us all back together, the full the full set. Um, it was very much, it was a lot of fun doing it with Matthew last week, but it always does feel a bit weird, doesn't it, doing it as a, doing it as a pair? It's always nice to have the... Yeah, it's nice when it's yeah. all three of us. Yeah. Like a, it, the way that you're appearing in my Zencaster, it's currently a Kerry sandwich. Ah, now you're um, the filling, Matthew, on my Zencaster. I'm easy. Okay. (laughs) Are you a swinger like Adam? Well, with that horrible image ringing in your ears. (laughs) 
Have a lovely week, everyone. See you next week. See everyone. Bye. Hang on.